father, educated writer, MC. The microphone gives me wings. The idea of manhood, episode eight. Yo, episode eight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, a lot has happened this week. It's been a crazy week for me personally. I don't know. Somebody told me the moon was in retrograde. I don't even know what that means, but I know that it gets it can get crazy. So um, this has definitely been a crazy week uh, for me. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but thanks for tuning in. Eight weeks. If this is your first time, you're listening to the idea of manhood, where we talk about concepts and issues and pop culture and current events and a little bit of music and education and race and families and everything. We talk about life um, and we and we talk about it from from a male perspective and 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 you know talking about the conscious male, you know the the woke male the male that's awake you know people that are gonna be able to engage in the conversation with you about changing diapers and watching the buffalo bills play and talk about you know what's good and and with that new fetty wop cd but then also talk about you know daycare costs you know so um that's what this concept, that's what this podcast is about. So thanks for tuning in. So the segment today, we're going to talk about things I'm tired of. So we're going to have the I'm tired segment. We're going to talk about the concept of having it all. That's going to be something I'm tired of real quick. Then we're going to have the hip hop minute where we're going to talk a little bit about Fetty Wap. Uh, the hip hop minute for those that haven't listened before is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> we can talk a little about Fetty Wap. And then the um, the main idea, the main segment is going to be about um, time and just my experience this week. Um, yeah, so hopefully you'll connect with it. Tell people about it. The idea of manhood, the idea of manhood.com. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Stitcher. I'm everywhere, son. I'm everywhere. You look up in the sky. I'm there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I'm in a crazy, crazy mood tonight. So um, I'll be right back. Hold tight. Bang, bang. Okay, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what's going on right there. Um, yo, back. Five mics. The Idea of Manhood, episode eight, episode ocho. Um... Thanks for tuning in. So I do a segment called I'm Tired where I just talk about things, something that caught my eye. I was like, Why, what, what is that about? I'm tired of that. And uh, this week's episode, this week's I'm Tired segment is uh, scrolling down my timeline, you know, crip walking down the timeline. And um, I saw another article like about the concept of women having it all can women have it all we're still having this conversation in 2015 like uh i'm tired of that whole concept that whole idea that women can't have it all if they have children or they can't have it all if they have a really you know high-powered uh demanding job they can't have a good relationship and a good 
job or a good family, you know, all these subjective things, right? That women can't have because, oh, woe is me. I can't, I'm pulled in so many different directions and everybody needs me to live and I can't be everything for everyone. So I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to sacrifice a family so that I can climb the corporate lap. Man, look, I'm sucking my teeth on that dog. That. Why are we still talking about that in 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 2015? Um so many reasons why the reason why I'm talking about that here on the idea of manhood we're talking about women having it all is because the pursuit that women and the and the dialogue that women create around that causes a lot of unnecessary conflict and it causes an imbalance, in my opinion. Again, my podcast, my opinion. You have an opinion? Put it in the comments section. Let's talk about it. Um, it, it. It causes an imbalance in the household. It causes an imbalance in relationships where, you know, women are taught. Women are socialized. Women are, like, pigeonholed, like... You can't be in a relationship and advance in a job. You can't have a family and advance in the job. And here's the thing that I think can be a little controversial is that, you know, I hear a lot of women talk about, oh, you know, because of maternity leave, you know, because women have to go out and have the baby and be out for a certain amount of time that their careers never bounce back from that and that it holds them back. And, you know, you got to take off when the baby's sick and so on and so forth. And I know a lot of women, single parents, single moms that had to do that on their own. And of course, that's challenging. No one's ever going to say that's not challenging. Um, but so what? I mean, so what? So what? You have a family. Oh, I have a family. Now I can't get a promotion. Or, oh, look at me. I'm the CEO, but I'm lonely. Man, (laughs) so what? Like, everybody makes decisions that are best for them at that time in their lives. And this whole concept of having it all, you can have whatever you want to. Like, hasn't Oprah taught you that? Like, you can have whatever you want to. And you can have whatever all means to you. My all isn't your all. So, another reason why we're talking about this on the idea of manhood is that because the the assumption is that men can have it all, right? You know, because... All men have, you know, they're at the, the, the pinnacle of their career and and they have a loving family and life is hunky-dory for all men. There's no pressure on men to have it all, air quotes. My fingers are doing those things, right? And that's BS. Like, I think everybody, I think, I think we all have, we all have 
pressures and choices and decisions that we have to make and those decisions and choices that we make have consequences and like all consequences there's pros and cons and there's like you know you have to deal with the decisions that you make so please believe that the fact that I have two kids precludes me from getting involved in certain aspects of my career as an educator. I can't do certain things because I'd rather be at my son's soccer practice or soccer game or spelling bee or whatever it is than be at work when I'm 38 years old. But that's just me because my all is whatever my all is that week or that day. And I'm not looking at across the the other man's yard like, yo, look at him. Like, yo, his all, he got a Ferrari, he got a house, he got a, his wife is hot, his kids are smart, you know, their lawn is green, you know, oh, look at them, I want it all like them. And I feel like women from the very early age are trained to look at other women like, oh man, or to, or to think about an ideal and to think about the optics of it all. Like, oh man, I want it all. You know what I mean? And I just think it's detrimental to, I think it's detrimental to relationships and I think it's detrimental to uh, to a lot of women, and I'm being direct. Like I'm, I'm putting some blame on on women here. Like I, I, I feel like a lot of women put pressure on themselves to do X, Y, and Z, and to advance in X, Y, and Z way, and to have a boyfriend or a mate or whatever that looks just like this, and has this in the bank, and has this kind of car, and has this kind of house, and that means that they have it all. But inside, they're lonely. Inside, they're empty. Inside, they have no connection. I feel like we're missing out on the opportunity to make good connections because we're trying to have it all. And that's my rant for the day, son. Bonk. Um, <laughs> no, I'm adamant about that because, um, you know, I, I, I talk, I have a lot of female friends and I have a, a lot of female friends that are in different situations and it's not until they're later in their age, they're, they're up in age. They're like, you know what? I was chasing this when I, I should have been doing X, Y, and Z. You know, I was, I was over here thinking that I couldn't do two things at once. I was myopic on just focusing on this one thing and I could have you know been expanding in other ways and then they figure that out later in life and then other opportunities have passed by you know it's just complicated and life is complicated but I'm just I, I I'm tired of folks not um uh why are they showing the exorcist on tv I'm sorry I just took my messed my whole brain up uh and they're gonna show her when the head starts spinning and they're gonna show that and I'm trying to make my podcast um but I, yeah, I'm tired of that, man. I'm, t- I'm tired of that. So next segment, you know, I don't do transitions. You know what I'm saying? I am the transition. <laughs> no, the next segment is a hip hop minute. So let me come back real quick. Let me make a little break. So this will be much easier for me to edit when I do breaks. People ask like, why do you do breaks? It's just you. You don't have commercials because when I edit it, it's just, it's just smooth. It's better transition. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, let me let me come right back and uh, hold tight.
Yo, baby, won't you come my way? Yo, so that is what the hip hop minute is about today. The hip hop minute today is about that boy's single, that boy's album, Fetty Wap. I know if you're of a certain age, you probably never heard of Fetty Wap. But regardless of where you are, where you come from, what part of the country you're from, you've heard that song. She's my trap queen and I never let it go. And you've heard Baby Won't You Come My Way. Um, You've heard the songs on the radio. Um, And again, I'm going to be honest. I'm 38 years old. Uh, I'm not in the clubs every day. I don't go out every weekend. You know, hey, I can't have it all, right? Wink. Um, I'm not in the clubs like that. I, I, I don't know what's, you know, I, I only hear what's hot on the street. I don't see it. I don't interact with it every day. But from what I'm understanding, what people are telling me, um, Fetty Wap is hot, right? Like that's, he's that guy right now. He's had something crazy like four number one singles or four singles in the top 10 this uh, in the last six or eight months, his album just came out, and um, I listened to the album because look, I love hip hop, I love music, I love sounds, and so I'm never gonna be like, I ain't listening to that. I listen to it because I, you know, if it's hot, I'm gonna tell you, yo, that joint was hot to me. I think it's, I think it's dope. You know, even if it's out of my age range, you know, people like, oh, you too old to listen to that. I am too old to listen to Fetty Wap. Um, That music was not made for me, and I'm okay to say that. Um, It was weird to me. Like, I I was listening to it, like, with the screw face. And I can usually, when a new style of music comes out in hip-hop, like, I, I may not vibe with it, but I was like, oh... I see why the kids like this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's usually what I feel like. Trap music. I was like, okay, this is this is how I see why. You know, I'm gonna run to it. I'm, I'm gonna lift weights to it. Okay, this this one, this Freddie Wap stuff. I, I'm having a real difficult time embracing it. Like every song sounds like Trap Queen. Every song sounds like Come My Way. Uh, he has this really weird flow singing. He sounds like he has a speech impediment, but he's doing it on purpose. Uh, that's 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 what's hot in rap right now, if you haven't noticed. But yeah, so that that's all I'm gonna say. I want you all to listen to it though. You know, I would never. I, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's horrible. I'm just saying it's really weird, and I and I'm really having a difficult time um, understanding why. Everyone is like, yo, this is so hot. This is like the old DJs, DJs that are old like me, DJ Envy and Charlemagne and them and Flex and DJ Drama and everybody is giving this dude props. And I get it that he's young, he's got good energy, he has one eye, I get all that. I just, I'm having a hard time with it. Um, so that's what, that, I just want to focus on that. I know it's been three minutes, not one. Um, and then another thing, it's not really hip hop. It's kind of R&B trap, a trap R&B mix. But I've been putting this on Facebook. I need you all to go listen to a dude named Bryson Tiller. Please remember that name. 
probably one of the dopest pieces of work that I've heard this year. Bryson Tiller, he's out of Kentucky, uh, and the album is called Trap Soul. I think it's an EP. I thought it was the album, but it's an EP. It's about 13, 14 songs, and it's exactly what the album cover says. Trap Soul. Trap music mixed with soul, R&B, you know, hip-hop lyrics, but he's singing them in a way that's very... Um, original I think it's original it's a twist of things that we've heard before and he's really good at it so I stamp Bryson Tiller I give a crazy side eye a one eye side eye wink, to the Fetty Wap album alright so let me come back uh, with the main idea for today um, and we're just the, the, the concept is time we're just talking about time and uh, hopefully it'll come together. I don't know. We'll see. But hold tight. Idea Manhood, episode eight. Holla. We back. Um, yo, time. Time. The main idea of this session is time. Now, look, um, just giving, just sharing a little bit about what's going on. In my life, I told you at the beginning of the episode that it was a busy week for me. Um, this week, uh, my wife was out of town for work, and um, I had, you know, I, I was holding it down in the house with both kids. And, you know, two kids. I told you I got two kids a boy that's nine, and a little girl that's three. Um, you know, my son has is very involved in sports and does excellent in school, does great job at school. And my daughter's three, you know what I'm saying? So you know what she's going through. Um, and so this week, you know, wife went away for the whole week, left on Sunday, comes back tomorrow. I miss her dearly. Like, I'm like, oh man, not even from a, I need help around the house miss, but like, I miss her presence. Like, you know, I, 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 I'm one of those cats that, like, I love being around my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, I that's, you know, my wife is truly my best friend and my companion. You know what I mean? Like, we do stuff together. You know, like, like we, we, we watch TV together. We eat together. We go, wow, we hold hands. Like, that's my companion. And so her not being here, before we even hop out the porch and talk about the kids... Um, I just miss her and you know, it's tough not having her here. Um, and so, and then <laughs> on top of that, uh, you know, it's a work week and the, the business that we've created, the business that my wife and I has created, the, the, this workshop that we have in our household and how we operate is very much like. It's a constant relay race. And we're always, you know, relay. I learned this from Dr. Imani at JMU, shout out. Um, you know, relays, the pass back and forth, like it's the baton. All right, boom. You, we come in, it's like a well-oiled machine. We don't waste time. You know, we don't waste time. We come in, at the end of the day, all right, boom. You do homework, you go wash up the, the baby. All right, come on, I'm going to make lunch for tomorrow. You get dinner warmed up. All right, I'm going to help with homework. Let's do this quick spelling quiz. All right, boom, you go do that. Let me wash your uniform. Boom, let's clean that. And we have it mapped out very well. And it's kind of crazy how we all put it together because my wife's career is very 
demanding. Her job is very demanding and challenging. And mine is pretty demanding and challenging. And so we make it work. We have it all. Okay. How about that? Okay. Um, no, but so as we were preparing for this trip, you know, of course, my wife is worried because she's a wife and that's what wives and mothers do. They worry, you know, are you going to are you gonna be okay? Do you, do you need me to, you know, call people in? And when I go out of town, I do the same thing. You know, if I go out of town for work, I'm like, yo, do you need me to call anybody? You got it? You good? You good? Okay, I'm good. And that's the same thing my wife did for me. And, um, you know, this week was crazy. Crazy. This week was so crazy because, um, you know, like on Monday, my son has soccer practice. So I work in D.C. We live in Maryland. So I got to take the train or drive traffic, come back. Practice is at 530. I'll have to leave work a little early. I still have to pick up my daughter. And, you know, so it's like the things that normally two people do is just one person doing and so for the first day, it was, it was like, it was stages of this week. For the first day and leading into that first day, I was like, okay, I got to be out the house by 7.30. Now my son's bus comes at 7.20. All right, we're going to walk out and I'm going to have the baby ready. So we all going to walk out together. I'm going to catch the 7.33 train. That's my, I, that's my goal. So I'm like. I can't leave my son at the bus stop and just drive off into the sunset and hope the bus comes. So I put him at the bus stop. I'm in the car with the baby waiting for that bus to come. Boom. The bus comes up around 720. I was like, all right. So I have 13 minutes to get from here to drop off the baby and get to the Mark station in Bowie. So hustling, uh, driving, bang, breaking all sorts of rules. I'm sweating. You know, I forgot my lunch. Everything is all messed up. I'm like, yo, I got to catch this 733 train. I got to catch this 733 train. Drop the baby off. Hop back in the Porsche. That's really a Ford. And got to the um, train station at 733. And that train was pulling off without me right that train pulled off and i swear everyone on the train was pointing and laughing out the window and i was so frustrated i was like god man i tried so hard i did this ah and i was frustrated it wasn't even eight o'clock in the morning yet and i was like i failed i failed at life because i didn't catch the train that i don't even normally catch when i just have one kid i missed it with both kids and so I beat myself up about it. And, you know, I had to drive to work. And, no, 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 no. No. Yeah, yeah. I drove to work that day. I drove to work that day because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait here. I drove. The next day, same thing. Same thing I did. And I missed the train again. I missed the train again. And, um,. The reason why I was trying to get to work so early is because I have a huge work program on Saturday that I'm the lead for and I had to work and I had to get there and I was trying to, I was trying to do it. I was trying to do everything. I was, I was trying to get there. I was trying to put in max hours because I knew I would have to leave early and then once I get home, I wouldn't really be able to look at work until they all get to sleep and I'm tired about it. And so anyway, I was trying to rush. I was rushing. I was 
I, I was I put so much crazy pressure on myself to to get to where I had to go that like I just wasn't enjoying and being in the moment because I was thinking too far. I was thinking like 50 steps ahead. And so like the kids was getting on my nerves and they weren't even really doing anything. You know what I'm saying? Like they were just talking like shut up. Like, you know, I, I was always like so tense and like, you know, I get to work and I'll be like angry. People are like, what's wrong? I'm like, shut up. When I ask me what's wrong, man, it's all this talking, man. Put my headphones on and I'll be like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't de-stress because like I had had myself wound up so tight. So in the middle of the week, it just so happened that the week my wife is going out of town, I got a gig to go speak at a middle school about three hours away from me, right? So, I, I you know, my, my mom stepped in, Abuelita stepped in, and, you know, watched the kids, and I left, you know, worked all day. This is the day I missed the bus. I missed the train in the morning. I'm still tense. I got home. I was trying to do my presentation. It wasn't working. The kids was jumping. Abuelita comes in. And the kids are wilding out, acting crazy. Like, And I'm like, oh, my God. I still had to drive three hours. So I was like, look, Abuelita, I'm leaving. I'm going. I'm going to get there when I get there. And I'm working my presentation there. Of course, I leave. It's a torrential downpour. It's just like all this stuff. I was like, yo, you got to be kidding me that this is happening. So... I finally get to where I get, I get like four hours sleep. I do this presentation and I turn I, and I, I, I have a great presentation and I come back and I'm driving back. And in that drive back, when I had a couple min minutes, I just said, you know what? I'm not rushing anymore. I'm not going to try to do what I'm not built to do right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to try to fit a round peg or a square peg into a round hole. You know? Um, and once I said that out loud to myself, once I made that decision that, you know what? I'm just, I have the kids to myself. I'm going to enjoy this. You know what I'm saying? I came back home, picked up my son from, from uh, Taekwondo. It was drizzling a little bit. I was like, you know what? It was like slightly drizzling. All right, let's go out. Let's go out on the porch. Y'all ride your scooters. I'm just going to sit here and, and chill and laugh and take pictures. And once I made that decision to slow the hell down and, and just like be present in the moment and not get so wound up, everything became so much more enjoyable. Like... The kids weren't getting on my nerves as much. You know, they were still just as demanding. They were still just as loud. But it's like my brain was able to compartmentalize everything and was able to like, I was just able to move with so much, with so much ease. You know, it wasn't a force. It wasn't a strain. It was like I was floating and I was like, all right, boom, came in. After we, after they rode their scooters for a minute, all right, let's do homework. Boom, you do your spelling words. Oh, the little girl, the, the baby girl has homework, air quotes too. All right, let's trace these words. And I'm like standing, they're doing that. I'm like 
doing my crossover Allen Iverson move out the back to get the lunch out the thing. Bang. Put it in the fridge. Bang. Came through. Hopped out the porch. And it was just like, I was so, you can't see me, I'm dancing. It was like so smooth. And it was just like, I was moving with so much ease. And it all came from me slowing down. And it made me think about just the whole concept of time. You know, and just us as Americans, us as in this Western society, us, you know, these dual working uh, households that are mandatory if you live in the area I live in for the most part, like we cram so much into everything and we gotta do it. And if we don't do it, then we're less than, you know, similar concept of the whole having it all thing. You know what? That's like, yo. If it wasn't raining and we didn't make it to baseball practice, shrugs, so what? We just don't make it to baseball practice today because you know what? I'm not rushing to get there. Or you get to baseball practice 45 minutes late. Mm, Oh, well, the coach will be fine. You're nine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when you have that mentality, nobody can like, nobody can rock you off your horse. Because you're so loose with it. They might try to rock you and you just bend away, do the matrix with it, come back, boom. You know what I mean? You know, but when you're so tense and so rigid and so like dependent upon these schedules, somebody taps you on the shoulder and your whole life crumbles around you. You know what I'm saying? And so um, that's the lesson that I learned this week. And I was like, yo, I can... I can really share this with the folks, the podcast. I was telling my wife about it tonight. You know, she's so worried about me. She's like, you okay? Are the kids getting in your nerves? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) They are. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, this like, you know, I'm a dad. You know, I'm I'm a husband. I'm I'm holding it down. Like, this is what it did. This, This is life. You know, and once it just it just reminds me that sometimes you have to. You have to accept where you are and you have to acknowledge it. That's why validation is so important with people and things. And you just got to validate, you know, you need to be validated. You have to acknowledge where you are and you address it. You look at it and, you know, you just say, hey, it is what it is. I'm not going to try to cram, uh, uh, you know, cram three days of things into one day. It's not going to work. It's going to drive yourself crazy. To me, that's why I think a lot of marriages and relationships fail because people are doing too much. You know, um, you know, you know, the the, the slang, the culture now is like you do it too much, girl. You do it too much. Um, But I think just as people in in general, you know, we're all doing too much. You know what I'm saying? We're we're trying to do this and that. And our kids, in turn, are doing too much. That's something my wife and I talk about all the time. You know, right now, my son is playing two sports at the same time all year round. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he plays baseball in the fall and then plays soccer in the spring. He's playing baseball and soccer in the fall and spring. And it's tough. And we, you know, we, we, we are flexible to it, but there's going to come a time where we're going to have to make a decision where it's like, all right, what is it going to be? Him or me, you know, and our sanity and our family and our connection. Um, so that's the idea of manhood for, for today. 
the Idea Manhood episode eight. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. If you have any comments or anything to say, please leave a comment. Please rate the podcast. Please let me know uh, how you feel about it. If you hate it, if you think this sucks, let me know. If you like it and you tell your people about it, let me know that too. Um, Thanks for tuning in again. And we'll be back next week. I'm sorry I'm a little late, but like I told you, things happen. And I was like, eh, shrugs. I'm going to get it done. And now it's done. Peace. Have a good one.